This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This programme was previously broadcast live on Love Sport Radio, so some items may be out of date. Phone-in elements of these shows are not available, but if you'd like to comment or give us feedback on our shows, you can tweet us at Love Sport Radio. For more podcasts or to listen live, visit lovesportradio.com. Alternatively, you can find this and other podcasts on iTunes or Spotify using the keyword Love Sport. A week without a win for the Blues. And Selena, Jonathan Kidd do his little thing there before we move on. Late defeat at Newcastle, followed by a relatively bit of late drama at the Bridges. Arsenal fall back twice to salvage a point. We're going to be discussing the Arsenal game at length. Tammy Abraham, what of his injury? The striker clattering into the advertising hoardings on Tuesday and not in the squad to face Hull this weekend. The whole game, of course, and the FA Cup will come into question, as will potential transfer targets. <clears throat> Gents, oh, by the way, the sparkling new vegan kiosk at Stamford Bridge 2 will get a little mention. Of course it will. This is the Chelsea Fan Show. Me, Matt Beadle, here with the boys from the Chelsea Fan Cast, Jonathan Kidd Kiddo. and Dan Silver. Hello. Hello, gents. Silver-o. How are you? Silveroo. Yeah. I just have one of those. <laughs> a what? A Silveroo. 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 Sorry. Other yeah, cars Subaru, are available. Yeah. Oh, right. I've got yeah. you. Yeah. Kino, you know, Silveroo. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Okay. I mean, sorry. Yeah. Sorry. It's, it's, it's Long okay. John at school. Oh, it's called Long John, obviously. Of course, cool. Of course yeah. Yeah. Of course because yeah. of my underwear. Yeah. Not because of yeah. Not because of your literary uh, no, involvement. No. Okay. No, uh, really uh, moving moving swiftly on. Yeah. Interestingly yeah. enough, it's a very, they're very good films. Um, yeah, sorry. No, no, no problem at all. Plenty coming up, gents. But first... Is this about the vegan restaurant? No, no, it's just some irrelevant music that is playing. Okay, there we go. Your mic was slightly left on there, so we heard your reaction uh, to that particular to bit of music <laughs> there. That was, of course, Pat Benatar, gents. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Oh. Now, if you don't score enough goals, you don't win enough games, do you? We've had a lot of ooh moments, said Frank Lampard this week. Can I just ask what the relevance of that music yeah, was? Ooh. ooh. That's the song. Pat Benatar, ooh. There you go. On for far too long. That's why I spoke <laughs> over it. Should just have been a sting. God, just went on and on and on, didn't it? Well, that bore you. Who's, God, who did ooh, are, ooh are just a little bit? Who no, was that? that's Gina G. Just a little bit. Gina G. Yes, that is Gina G. So that's for the vegan restaurant, No, no, no. That's for Frank Lampard, basically saying we have lots of ooh moments for the crowd, but we're not scoring the goals, gents. We have a lot of, oh, 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 bloody hell moments for the crowd. We're not having any uh, ooh. It's, incidentally, it's incidentally ooh. by the way, Pat Benatar hit me with your best shot. She also sang that, didn't she? That's just come well, that's to mind. Not, not good for Kepper because hit me with your best shot will go in. Yeah. <laughs> Love is a battlefield, I'm being <laughs> told as well, <laughs> by, uh, by Paddy. But gents, Very good. Yes. listen, yes. Arsenal. Yes. Come on. Very disappointing. Yes. Terrible. Very disappointing. But, 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 but my... I've had a lot of epiphany, I think, over the last few weeks talking to a friend. A lot of epiphany or just well, one? Just one or two. Oh, okay. I've got a very good Several. friend. Two. Okay. I've got a really yeah. good friend of mine who's a diehard Liverpool fan. He's been gay since he was a kid. And he said, look at Klopp. Four years, they are 
phenomenal. They were patient. They gave them a chance. They gave them the players. Look where they are now. They, Liverpool were where we were four years ago. They were mediocrity, going nowhere after Rodgers. And now they're just, I hate to say it, they're a phenomenal side. We need patience. We need to get Frank a chance to build. They're a phenomenal side. They've also been blessed by a lack of injuries. No, they have, the people, yeah, but they've, they've had clubs. Um, uh, who's the centre midfield guy from Monaco? He's been injured. Fabinho. Um, no. Fabinho. Uh, Fabinho's been injured. Fabinho's been injured. Salah's been injured. They've had Alisson missed the first 10 games of the season after getting injured. They, they have had injuries. But it's, it's about development. Well, specifically and how, and from how, the fullbacks, who I think are their Oh, yeah, I mean, they're, yeah, they're, they're, they're the key the, players. The, full, the fullbacks is something that they make the team. His uh, pranks got to sort well, they had that, as well. They had which pi- uh, piss check at um, Dortmund as well, didn't they? He was really good under Klopp before he got injured. So fullbacks are really crucial. But no, just as, as a bigger picture. No, no, and I agree. It's, it's good yeah. to look at it like that. But in the short term, one is dismayed by some of the performances, yeah, you know, which are just naive beyond belief. I mean, that's... that was. I mean, having said that, though, in the Arsenal game, I think um, uh, Louise being sent off actually sort of delivered the game into, into, Ga- into the Gunners' hands. Well, not only that, it, it forced them to play temp- nine men behind the ball, mm. which we're completely incapable of dealing yeah. with. Once again, the madness. 17, 20 corners it was. Yeah. 20 corners, was it 17? Um, it was, anyway, it was a, lot. a huge amount to, yeah. their, to their three... Um, and and what do they have? Two shots, two and, goals, and they score twice. We have um, you can't, nineteen shots. I mean, Kante, it's just absolutely ridiculous. I mean, Kante's Gerard moment, but then you look oh. at but then you look at all oh. the players on the edge of the box who didn't do their yeah, job. Yeah, didn't do anything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, no, but, but also to be the, the whole midst of the last few minutes, the goal should never have been scored you, because Abraham is wandering around with one leg, yeah. ma- foolishly makes a signal at the referee, so the referee acknowledges it, then gets up. Should have just stayed down, Naivety. and then the ball would have ended yeah. absolutely. That passage of play was was bonkers. You you were watching it thinking, something's going to happen here. But why, regardless of whether Abraham was down, why didn't a Chelsea player get the ball out? Batshuayi got the ball in the corner and attempted... I think, actually, I was thinking this through. I think... They're so wedded to the idea of you have to move the ball from wherever you are on the field that almost booting the ball out or into the stands is anathema because they're told, even in the corner, you can play a little diamond. That's what they do all the time to create space. So Batshuayi gets it. We're thinking it's going to go into the crowd and he lobs it. And of course, it gets intercepted. And even then, Chelsea, Chelsea get the ball back, but still give the Barkley tries to pass again. Boot it. We're all going, kick it out. All of us in the stands, kick it out. We know. But they, the players, I think I'll play a lovely little intricate triangle, gets given, of course, to... Uh What's his face? Well, no, the, em- Emerson, the, the, the goal scorer. The, yeah, yeah, what's his name? Adam, yeah, Adam yeah, who, is, who is terrific and so, typ- so typical that he hasn't played since December and he scores. It's absolutely typical. He plays so well against us. So He's a very good player, Bellerin. Somebody should, Emerson should have kicked it out. And, love it. And w- yeah. when, you're, when they're right back, cuts it on the left foot and scores. Yeah. You know, but then you look at, I saw a really interesting pitch on, on social media from behind the goal. You look at um, Rudiger. Makes no effort to go towards it. Yeah. Absolutely, no blame can be attached to Kepa here. By the way, he I might don't... have been slightly slow, but there's no way that was a... that he should have been allowed to have got that, had that there shot. Was three chances Ridiculous. to get rid of it. Emerson, Rudiger, yeah. and yeah. Um, Christensen. No one attacked the ball. No free run. He yeah. cuts inside and scores. Yeah. And it was a, listen. If 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 he was six foot five goalkeeper, he might have got a hand to it. But he's not. It was yeah. a really well placed yeah. shot in the corner. Yeah. Fullbacks, by the way, scoring against Chelsea at Stamford Bridge for Arsenal. Winterpern did it. Silvino. Yeah. All with the left foot as well. Yeah. There we go. And at that end. Yeah. yeah it's a pattern. Oh. Yeah. At the shed. Do end. you think it's conspiracy? <laughs> yeah. It's a fix. <laughs> but listen, Arsenal fans were delirious. Oh. And there was a lot of. You it know, was a draw. Uh, the, the What's the matter with them? Yeah, but I think, I do think, kiddo, I think that in such a scenario when you're down to 10 men you're playing against a London rival you've, you've had gonna, 19 corners you're going to celebrate it, like that aren't you well it's yeah. like when we um, it's a big result for them I mean they're, they're, they're finally showing some you know what they lack minerals which they lacked under um, what's his face the previous manager Minerali Minerali yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. It was it was a it was a good result. It was a bad result for us. I mean, having said that, all the results went our way apart from Spurs. Oh, I can't believe but, it. But bonkers about the season. Fourteen points out of however many, we're now better off in fourth place than we were at the start of this rather poor run. Yeah. Six points clear. It's, yeah. it's bonkers. Well, it just goes to show how well I think how the division is very very equal. Lower sides seem to be capable of producing a performance that is, seems to to not be consistent with their ineptitude. Sheffield United, what a story of the season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Chris Wilder's done a phenomenal yeah. job. Yeah. It is a bonkers season. But with regards to 
The performance itself, fellas, generally, is that one, and the position that Chelsea are in now, and the fact that Frank Lampard always comes out and is always very honest and said, you know, we're not we creating chances, but we're not doing enough with them. He is looking for a striker. He said it's not definite, but I'm pretty much certain that I want to bring one in. Were you content with the performance, or did you feel parts of it were lacking? Well, you can't be content when you have 19 shots and you're all over a side and you don't score. Just this absolutely absurd. The first 20 minutes, Chelsea were fantastic um, before Louise was sent off. In fact, you were almost thinking, let's keep Louise on because they're playing so well. Because part of it is that Arsenal aren't playing 10 men behind the ball and are pushing up all the time. But they were absolutely brilliant. Chelsea was superb. But they need to score in those situations. They got one, but we're all, because of the way the season's been going, we're going, they've got to score again. If they don't score again, there'll be a change somehow. Something will happen, which is an indictment of the the management setup, I'm afraid afraid the very fact that that or even the players I don't know which one it is in fact you know that they, if they don't score another goal which they were doing earlier on in the season there's going to be a problem yeah. I mean Tammy had that header against the goalkeeper didn't he yeah well, but, he, he but that happens and happens he never seems to head down they don't no. head to the left or right the, I mean, of the, of these the, of kids the goalkeeper. Are all, they're all learning I mean you know none of these have played this this level of football at all I, I mean, just think it's easy to 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 Make concessions. I would. I would rather that he got a blend of the, of of, te- of of a team that that allowed us to at least play consistently, even if we then lose to certain teams who who have outthought us or out been been better tactically than us. To actually lose because we can't put the ball away is is absolutely bizarre. And he says. We we do it in training. There's so much we indeed, can do. Indeed, yeah. indeed. In terms of the midfield shake-up again, I'm not going to say it's Sarri-esque because I'm just looking Wait. at the minutes of them, but obviously Mount and Barkley coming on for Kante and Kovacic. Who did you feel were the better pairing? Not that you can really call it a pairing, obviously, with Jorginho in there as well, Hudson-Odoi on a flank and, and Willian sort of lurking around as well. But how did you feel that the pair did? I thought Kovacic was great when he came on. I mean, Kovacic is a drives, and I think he should have been playing in other games recently mm-hmm. this season. Um but it seemed to work very well, that, that combination. Well, so that Kovacic Jorginho pivot that since they've swapped yeah, it out, yeah. we've gone on this bad run. Because they're yeah. playing really well yeah, together. Yeah, they were together. The problem is, you've got Kante, who's probably arguably our only world class player yeah. that we have. Yeah. And well, he's, he's, it he's was not on today. No, it was commented on today by Frank. He said that he doesn't deliberately play him in those positions forward. He said he plays him all around the pitch. It just happens and how he feels on playing yeah. him that day. I and mean, if you push, the problem is pushing Jorginho forward. If he's got a track back, he's got no pace. You watch him when he's like he's running in quicksand. He cannot move, so yeah, you need to have yeah, him yeah. slightly deeper so he can, you know, cover. Unless we just do a two, four, two, three, one, a bit more advanced. And have but having said that, Barkley came on, and Barkley, since he revealed that in fact when we were all criticising him, he had a he's, leg injury. He's proven. He's actually been wrong, wrong, hasn't he? Yeah, he's been, really good he's games. been playing better. Yeah, yeah. But uh, but uh, but I wish we'd had that information that he was uh, one of the. I thought Frank had just given up on him. No, he he he, he had a leg injury. Well, I know he got, he got he got injured against Newcastle at home early in the season. I know, but he obviously hadn't ever ever got back couple, into no, well, fitness he, again. He, he got injured in the first couple of minutes and he carried on until half. That's time right. He, he did that ridiculousness yeah. of that, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Hudson Odoi, fellas, another ninety minutes under his belt too. Getting yeah. getting his mojo back. Yeah, I, I, think. I was under the impression that um, it was going to be March or uh, or April before he was ready, but it's. I think he's. Well, I think Frank may be the judge of that. Obviously, Frank may Frank will be the judge of it. It's it may we may discover that he's uh, he may be fit, but he's just not quite fit enough for the first team or good enough. Or it may be uh, he may get a run out in something that doesn't matter as much. I don't think he's going to throw Callum. him in. Talk yeah, about Callum, yeah. No, no. Sorry, you said Callum. Didn't you? Yeah, sorry, not Ruben. I'm so sorry, Ruben. I got I got double confused. these double barrel surnames. These, yes, it is. Yeah. It's double barrel. Yeah, I was thinking Ruben off the cheek. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Ruben who who, who, the, the, who apparently the news is that he's been training with the first yeah. team. Come out this week. Which is, yeah, yeah, which, about that. And I thought he wasn't going to be con- contact, which is important. I mean, I think that that, that Adoy has actually since the the confidence of the Forest game um, when the circumstances were such he was allowed to to intimidate various reserve forest players which is as it should be has actually thought oh I can do this and uh, is looking better is looking part of it I just it's a shame that James wasn't fit to play because the future to me is James is right back with um, a, a doy as a, uh, if he carries on improving as he only must as right wing and then uh, I'm not sure who it is is playing in the centre at the moment uh, I mean if they are they going to buy a 
a star player, we will we will discover. I think the Cavani business is rubbish. No, it's not 30, 300 grand 30, a week. 33, 350 grand a week. I mean, it goes counter to everything that having said that the Higuain came in last year but mm. then we had we had a, a plank playing at centre forward who apparently now plays quite decently for uh, for Juventus which doesn't don't, I don't understand at all yeah, or does he we I, just I, see I the goals it's more we? it's all about Ronaldo yes true yeah, but then we've got um, Pulisic to come back after the international yeah, yeah, break yeah. Well, I think we have missed him because he's been quite creative yeah, yeah. we add something extra doesn't he yeah. yeah he does indeed gents some more transfer talk coming up and a certain Stamford Chich will be joining us on the line too Love Sport Radio the station giving fans a voice it's the Chelsea Fan Show here on Love Spot. Me, Matt Beadle with the boys from the Chelsea Fancast, Jonathan Kidd and Dan Silver. We're going to be speaking to Stamford Chidge as well very shortly. But a developing story today is the news around Ben Stokes, who has, uh, I don't know whether you've seen it online, but thrown a few expletives at a supporter during the fourth test with South Africa. It was as he was dismissed, making his way back to the pavilion. And Stokes said a few choice words to a fan in the crowd. He has since come out and released a statement uh, apologising, saying he was subjected to repeated abuse from the crowd. I admit my reaction was unprofessional and I sincerely apologise for the language I used, especially to the many young fans watching the live telecast around the world. There's a a few more bits and pieces that will be live now on lovesportradio.com for the full statement there. But Ben Stokes apologising after that little altercation, if you can call it that, during the fourth test in South Africa for England there. Interesting stuff, gents. Well, I think it's very difficult being a a sportsman in the modern age, isn't it, really? If you get people right next to you who abuse you, Mm. you have to somehow be in a bubble. And if you're you're, uh, annoyed with yourself, uh, it's a very human reaction. So I have great sympathy for him. Do you really? Yeah. You have sympathy for him? Absolutely. Wow. Agree with that, Dan? To a point, I think you've got to show responsibility representing your country. And I think you've got to really kind of, you know, focus and not be you know bitten especially by a, a younger child who's probably you know I mean then the whole there's stuff with uh, Joffre Archer wasn't that earlier in the season when he got abused but he managed to keep his powder dry I think I, yeah. I, yeah I agree with you and yeah. I would say as well kiddo that we don't know what was said to him that's not been reported Indeed. clearly yet. or so how frequent, frequent it was or even whether he'd been yeah. abused by the uh, South African players prior to, prior to leaving the pitch imagine so if I, he did a Cantonal and uh, yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah. yeah so I, I just think that it's it's very easy to pass judgment when we're not completely aware it's, of the facts. He's, he's come out and apologised. Hopefully, it won't yeah. detract from what's been a really fantastic series, and we can move on with yep. the cricket. Absolutely. Well, this is the Chelsea Fan Show. We're reflecting on that draw with Arsenal, looking ahead to the game with Hull and just touching on some transfer targets too over the course of the next 40 minutes or so. Delighted to say as well that Stamford Chidge joins us on the line. Oh, Hello, Stamford. No. Oh, Yes, it's about time we had some order on this show. Goodness gracious me! I've got I've got a solution for all of our woes. By the way, following the uh, the, the the terrible, disastrous, earth shattering draw to Arsenal, alcohol. Uh, jo- no, Jonathan needs to go up to his dusty attic and reclaim his nineteen sixties hobnailed football boots and play in every position, and then it will all be fine. Well, yeah, funnily enough, Chidge, I'd love to do that. That would be fantastic. But Don't I, pull I, both your hammies at the same time. I would. Though. That Exactly. That would be the problem. <laughs> I would How la- are you, boys? I would last yeah, seconds. Really have you been listening to the show then, Chidge? Of course I have. God, that's They've, they've, they've held me back for 15 minutes. So could, rightly uh, so, but I think you've only got about a minute with, left. You know, bludgeon you all, basically. He's <laughs> a proud father, aren't you? <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. So, Chidge, we've got you on the line. Of course, you heard what the boys said about the draw with Arsenal. Frank... And the team are making certain mistakes, they're making errors, they're not being clinical enough. What's the answer here, Chidge? And what's your verdict on the game against Arsenal? Well, it was massively disappointing because the reality is, is that if you get a team... I mean, it was so comedic, wasn't it, seeing Louise get sent off? And I mean, I think Arsenal have had uh, more players sent off playing against Chelsea than any other team, which just makes me laugh so much. But you would have, you would expect Chelsea to have buried them after that, and in many years hence they would have done. Or you know, many years in the past they would have done. So it was really disappointing that they didn't manage to do that. But I have to say, there is an old adage that all these, I mean, you know, these young fellows like Jonathan and Dan, they'll know this. It's it. There is something about sides having you know finding it difficult to play against 11 men i have no idea why i mean what i will throw up is you know we all felt before when we were talking last week 
that actually we would play quite well against Arsenal because they would come out and try and play against us. And that would give us space to, to attack and us to look good. Of course, immediately they, they went down to 10 men. They started to defend with two banks of four. We've said and that, we no- Chidge. Well, I know. It's I'm just picking news. up on that. I'm oh. picking up on that. Oh, OK. And I think that's the that's the thing that we've had trouble against with all the teams that come and defend against us exactly the same way, two banks of four. I have to say, I, I think that the biggest problem is our defensive deficiencies. I mean, you know, we are scoring goals. It's not like we're not scoring any, but we keep letting them in. And I mean, they're both criminal. I've got to say, both the goals that we conceded were criminal. At the same time, both Chich, of them were 19, down to Emerson. 19 shots. You know, you've got a 19 chances. You've yeah, got to put I, I know, them away. And I, we, sh- we should be putting more chances away, and, I'm, and I totally agree with that. But, you know, if, if we had a defence that was up to it and not conceding criminal goals... We would have won that match 2 1. But haven't we established that em- Emerson is poor? We have established that. Oh, he's man, dreadful. Alive, yeah, so, so therefore, why are we surprised? You know, and I, once well, again, I once again, my, the, the, the information I was given was he was off. He didn't want to stay. So I don't quite understand why he keeps being selected. Because well, we haven't got a replacement. There isn't, no, there isn't. There. Yeah. When Frank is very keen on one in, one out. Yeah. This is why well, nothing yeah. has, nothing well, has happened. It's more like Marina. It's Marina is yeah. keen on that. Yeah. But, but Dan, did you, I mean, I've, I've been thinking about this because. <laughs> You know, there are there are things that are going on at the moment. We're getting a few injuries. Tammy's out. We don't know how long for. Pulisic has been out. Kante hasn't been the same player this year because I think he's been in and out with injury. We know that Mount's been carrying four injuries mm-hmm. this year. And and if, if players either are carrying injuries or go out of form, that I mean, the irony is, is that at that stage, we'd all normally be saying, oh, come on, give one of the kids a chance. Well, the trouble is, we all the kids are playing, and there isn't anybody else. I mean, I think I think it's it's about now we're beginning to see the effects of having what is really quite a thin squad, and and you know, it's being masked by how well we've done. I think you know for most of the season, but it is a problem, and I don't, I, I feel for Frank because I don't think there are many other options that but he has. Can I can I just say I think that they're not playing the way that they played earlier on in the season which involved a really dynamic press, which we're not mm. seeing very much. And uh, the ball isn't being passed as quickly. I mean, nonetheless, they're still managing to um, swamp opposition and just not score. You know, and I, 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 from when we started, we were, we were constantly saying they'd score four goals, and they did. Uh, and it didn't really matter how many goals the opposition scored. And we're now, because we're not scoring the goals, the defence is much more highlighted. And we know there are certain players who are just not up to the standard of what is required, and Emerson being one of them. And uh, and we're, the defence are consequently therefore being being given more scrutiny than I think the forward forward line should be because and the speed of passing because the, I don't understand why he's changed that philosophy. And well, it, I don't it, think he, I don't agree that he has changed the philosophy. I think maybe a bit of fatigue's come into it. Listen, mate, I do totally agree with you about the problem that we create a lot of chances but we don't put goals away. But I still concede, you know, it, it, you only need to score a couple of times if you've got a decent defence. We saw this under Mourinho, and of course, it's been hilarious all week with Liverpool taking all the plaudits, that they'll probably nobody will ever beat that record that Jose's team set when they only conceded 15, 15 goals, goals in a season. Yeah, yeah. If you've got a really... You know, come on, we've all seen great teams in the past and they, they start at the back. The foundations are at the back. You know, if you don't concede, if you can get a goal, you're going to win a game. Yeah, Whereas no, I, Chelsea I, need to score four or five because we just let so many in. No, I agree. The 2005 side were blessed with both phenomenal defenders and brilliant attackers. Um, because he had Duff and Robin at the time, who were just absolutely magnificent. But then you had John Terry, and Ash- indeed, Ashley I'm saying Cole. the defence absolutely. Yeah, yeah. We absolutely. had well, we had world class players. Yeah, and we had like yeah. someone like Wayne Bridge to come in at the time. He was also an England international, really good player. Yeah. Now we've got you know <clears throat> the paucity of quality. Was that because we were a more attractive team um, for other players to want to join at the time, and we're not in the same way now? Is that part of the reason? The landscape's changed with City to an extent, because yeah. they've come in. And Liverpool, and City Liverpool. and Liverpool. Yeah, but I mean... When Liverpool, they crafted it a bit more, yeah. didn't they? I mean, they, they, bought, they bought well. You know, They needed a goalkeeper in centre-half, they bought that. They had the front three, and they bought full-backs. I mean, one's homegrown, and Robertson was 10 million quid. Yeah. But we, we've so, been left with a legacy of some really poor, uh, you know... Players being bought over the last five, six seasons. I think if you go through the list of some of the players that we bought, it's there for all to see, isn't it? I mean, the interesting thing is, is that Emerson would not have played in that match had Rhys James been fit. So, you know, my yeah. point about getting yeah. injuries occasionally not helping, I think bears bears some veracity there. 
doesn't it? Yeah, because he, I mean, you know, he's responsible effectively for both of those goals. If you analyse it, uh, not, he wouldn't have been playing had Reese. Well, I think the ball, the ball should have been done. thrown out before. Not the, fir- not the first goal, no, because that was a break. I do, yeah. I do, because if he hadn't, if he wasn't supposed to have been that far up the field, right? And he thought Kante was not going to slip, and he backed off. And then, at the very least, he should and could have taken out um, Martinelli. Yeah. Take so, him on for the team, mate. Just take him out. Why not? Why did he not do that? For He's the, the pace. He'd have been sent off. Well, so what? We'd have been 10 against 10. He wouldn't have been sent off because he's too far from goal. He'd got a yellow card. No, that's a good point. No, no I know, no, I know, no. I don't think it's the case. If, no, if, if no, he, no. He, I'd debate yeah, that. No, I really would debate that. If he fouled that. him where Kante slipped... Yeah, no, 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 no. He would have been sent off. No, because he's on his own. But even if he had, No, he definitely... You don't do it about how far away you are. You do it whether there's another man Yeah, but he might have said that one of the should have got back and covered. That's the thing. I don't think that far from a guy you get sent off. Not was going. Well, anyways, it's a moot point. gents. What I would say is that in terms of expectations, and you touched on this at the beginning, Dan, and you look at where Chelsea are right now. Yes, 40 points, 24 points adrift of Liverpool, but Liverpool are on a different planet at the moment. Six points are comfortably in those top four spots. I think the question was put to Frank after the game as to whether at the start of the season he would have taken where Chelsea are right now. Mm-hmm. And I think he said that he would. Would you guys have done? 100%. If you'd asked me in <clears throat> excuse me, August, we'd be six points clear of four spot Champions League. Bitting your hand off. I mean our next three, four matches are gonna be very telling to our season. Leicester, Tottenham. You know, yeah, that's going to really going to define yeah. where, where we are, where and we're going to end up. In that. And United as well. well I, mean, no, I think we'll do well against all those sides, actually, because they're not well, going well, to just well, defend. Well, Leicester won't sit back and attack. No, absolutely. Which absolutely. is good. United, you never know what you're going to get. I mean, you get the side that loses no, to Burnley or the side absolutely. that you know, puts a great against Liverpool. Yeah. You're not going to get much against United, I don't think, um, at the moment. Um, certainly with Marcus can, Rashford out. Can mm. I, um, yeah, indeed. Can I answer that that, that question? I think if we've established on the show, we've talked about it. That's why you're here, Kenneth. Yeah, please do. I know, but I thought you were going off into something else then um was that um i think we all agreed at the beginning that uh, we would be happy if they finished 10th we weren't our expectations weren't enormous and the problem is is they played so wonderfully early on in the season in a, in a with a style that i've yet to see frank replicating this is why i'm confused by this and so this is what leads to the disappointment is the fact that rather than going well we've been found out or um you know they run out of energy or it's injuries it's for me He's, he tactically they're not playing the same way. There's, the press isn't there, and it, the speed isn't there. Whether they're knackered, that might be it. Of course, I didn't, but no, because we don't know what's coming out of the training ground about that. But that's where I, that's my expectations. Therefore, have been changed by the way they played early on in the season, where they were fabulous. So at the moment, I'd be annoyed if they were tenth. And yet, for my uh, or all of our perspectives early on in the season, we'd be happy if they uh, if they stayed in the in the division as a as a season of transition. Lovely stuff. Well, that was Jonathan Kidd there. This is the Chelsea Fan Show. Next up, we're going to be looking ahead to the game against Hull and touching on some transfer talk. Chidge. JK. In all the years you've been following Chelsea, you hardly ever miss a match, home or away. But how would you feel if you couldn't be there and it's not on TV? Oh, Chidge, I'd be bereft. Inconsolable. The thought of missing my beloved Blue Boys live. <laughs> it's all too much. <laughs> I know, JK, I know. It's all a bit too much, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> well, panic not. NordVPN have come to the rescue. They have? Yep, NordVPN allows us to watch any match, even if it's not on live TV here. They do? Yeah, they do. With just one click, they switch your virtual location to a country which is showing the match... And they act as your cyber bodyguard whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like card details and passwords. Oh, wow. Great. Uh, but yeah, I bet that'll cost me a fortune. Actually, JK, it's only the price of a cup of coffee per month. And you can use your account across six devices. It's a bargain, JK. And best of all, no more tears for you. Oh, thank you. Thank you, NordVPN. I'm so happy. I could cry. <laughs> Where do I sign up, Jidge? Well, to get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash Chelsea Fancast. There's no risk with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee, and you'll help support the Chelsea Fancast. The link is in the podcast episode description box. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. 
You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Giving your team a voice. Love Sport Radio. This is the Chelsea Fan Show here on Love Sport. Me, Matt Beadle, with the boys from the Chelsea Fancast. Jonathan Kidd, Beedle. Dan Silva and Stamford Chidge joining oi, us oi. on the line as well. Now, gents, we are going to have a bit of transfer talk right now because Frank is in the market for a striker. Tammy Abraham, we don't know how long that injury is going to keep him sidelined. But there's talk of Edison Cavani, although Atletico Madrid look like they're front runners. And now there's talk of Moussa Dembele of well, Lyon. Can I just say all this talk, which is then embraced beautifully by top-class journalists who have Mm -hmm. clearly just wandered and trawled the internet for idiocy. And it actually makes me despair of the state of journalism in this country when you get stories that have either just been, have already passed their sell bite on the internet, which just suddenly reappear, rehashed, because they've got nothing to talk about, or they don't know what they're doing, or they're being unbelievably lazy. And so some of these inventions, which of course are stupidly embraced by members of the public as being the truth, because they've been said by a decent journalist, or even a rubbish journalist, you just go, just listen to Frank's pressers. He says, I'm not interested in selling anybody unless somebody else goes out. He said this, over yeah. and over. So the fact that all the players are still there and there hasn't been any, any transfer activity, he's not going to yeah. have anybody spare. He's not going to sell somebody like this biz- ridiculousness of Giroud going to Milan 10 days ago. Well, that would have meant if Abraham's injured and uh, all you've got is, and Giroud's gone, all you've got is Batshuayi. So it, from a logical point of view, it's absolutely stupid to believe that. But everybody did. He's gone. Giroud's gone. Pictures of Giroud with the the, the fair uh, spot at the airport. Him. And it, wasn't even, it, it wasn't him. It wasn't him. It wasn't him. It wasn't a picture of him. It was a group of five blokes just at an airport. Giroud. Not, he is. Giroud. not even one of them had a beard. No, not one yeah. of them. Giroud with his entourage. No, it's not. It's five blokes in a corridor. One with What's a, this? One's got a slightly <laughs> similar beard to Giroud, but, yeah, no, but, but not as good looking. No, it was no, a fake beard, Dan. It was a yeah. fake. But no, but I just completely just similar the Cavani it's, story. I mean, what? It goes completely counter to everything and anything that, that Chelsea, Chelsea believe in. Yeah. He's 33. He's 350,000 a week. She likes getting people she can possibly sell on or are... Um this is Marina. She's, uh, or if you look at the transfer activity, they oh, six month loan might be feasible, I suppose. But Milan want to sell him, according to the papers. Well, are they going to buy some on a two year contract? Well, that goes once again completely counter to the way Chelsea do their business. So, why has this become essential for the team and supporters? Yes, let's get him. No, why? It's typical of Chelsea. They just get old idiots playing sign like somebody. Yeah. Signs here. Let's must sign somebody. He but, has uh, said he's Dan, signing Dan, somebody. Dan and I are privy to. Uh, we've got our own sources jonathan no, oh, we, don't need, we don't need ron anymore we don't yeah. okay no no dan no, dan will know this and i won't reveal the, any of the sources because i want to protect the guilty uh, <laughs> but apparently the papers are just making it up the club are trying hard but nobody wants to sell and yeah. uh, the tv money has meant that clubs no longer have to sell Isn't no. that right and, that, dan? and that's from a very 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 reliable source Yep. Very high up. So Good. Go. I like that. Yeah. But that makes sense. But therefore, therefore It's Ron's brother, mate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I haven't, unfortunately, Ron didn't make it to the game during the week. So, uh, and Lynn. I heard you got told off. I did. I, I got, <laughs> I did. I got told off for asking, asking Lynn about it. Yes. Yes, I oh, got Jonathan. I got scowled at. Yes, exactly for doing that. <laughs> you don't you don't run run run. You don't run run. No, <laughs> no, you don't. So with regards to the transfers, gents, I mean whether there we can believe what certain outlets are saying or not. And we look at a, a player like Moussa Nambelli, who's got what one in two pretty much in the league for Leon why, since why he went are we and joined the club. Him? Sorry, he's been linked. I'm, because one, he's been linked. So all I'm saying is, if if Chelsea do need a striker, <laughs> yeah. right now he has Frank been said he's not he interested been in him. Right, unavailable Frank said, by the way. Yeah, and he's unavailable because okay. they put all the other two. You players did not let players. me finish. Kiddo. Okay, okay, right? okay. I'm saying, <laughs> okay. if there is a striker like Moussa Dembele, yeah, yeah, right. Now Frank has come out and said he's not interested in him. Cavani, like you said, that's quite far fetched. So what are we looking at then? for Chelsea because this was going to be my question Tammy Abraham looks like he is out for a period of time we don't know how long it might just be a week but Michy Batshuayi is not sufficient cover Olivier Giroud we don't know what's going to happen not not any sufficient there we go so Giroud what is do too Chelsea static do for the setup. So what and are there certain targets that you Bruce guys Buck would like the club said, to go for? Bruce Buck said before uh, the presser last week, Frank, oh, we've got somebody. Frank is a, we're about to buy somebody, and Frank went, oh, oh, oh thanks. So oh, he could be playing games. Now. 
I don't, don't as know far as I'm concerned, case, but... all the rumour, all the conjecture, until you actually see somebody holding a shirt, I don't, yeah. I don't I agree quite with frankly, that. don't care. I, I but, agree, but, is there, but is, are there certain, a certain type of player or a player that you would like to see the club potentially go for? I mean, well, it's, I, it's difficult. I mean, look, look who's available, who can come to us. That's the problem. I mean, you know, the, the, the guy's in former Danny Ings, but he's come out of two very bad knee injuries. Yeah. Southampton probably won't sell him because they're I mean, all it, good yes, form. It's, it's the idea, the fact that the person's playing and keeping them up, they're yeah. really not going to sell. I mean, Callum Wilson, but I don't know, he's you gone off the ball. No way, mate. No, no, he's off the ball. But he was, he was injured as well, wasn't he? Yeah, so... But also the other scored th- September. The other team. Yeah. No, he scored yesterday. He's got one goal in fifteen. He? Yeah. Well, he, scored yeah. this, he scored this week. Yeah, yeah. it was his, it was first first shot on target since oh, October. Yes, it was. But that is an yeah. indictment of, of Callum Wilson. That's an indictment of the way the Bournemouth. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Callum, he's, yeah. A, he's a good player. But again, he's a player who's had two really bad knee injuries, and yeah. you don't really yeah. want to kind of you know as your backup striker. Yeah, but I, I reckon that we're we're being too parochial. I think we're looking at players in our division where I think that there are many players around Europe who might fulfil what Frank is about that we don't know anything about. The biggest thing for Chelsea is to get... Sorry, sorry, chaps, just just butt in for a second because I think think Matt, Matt, you know, I mean, I've got to ask Matt this as well, actually, but, I mean, he does lots of fan shows every week. I wonder if he has a fan show where people are less interested in transfers than we are, and I I think we should wear that as a badge of honour. But um, I wonder if, in a sense, the, the salient point is is that maybe the club have a plan and actually, if they can't go and buy somebody who fits in with the plan, they're just not going to do it. You know, and we, we've often moaned about the fact that you don't tend to get good players yes. in at this time of the year. And getting somebody would be a panic buy. And I've already moaned, and I know you boys agree because we've talked about it before. Some of the appalling people we've bought in the last five or six years, we don't want to get, you know, stuck with a load of, you know, average players on our books. Tell me, you look at, you know, the money we spent. Drink, I've always maintained Danny Drinkwater and Bakayoko, 70 million quid. Could have bought a world-class midfielder for 70 million quid and not being stuck with two not good enough for Chelsea players. Zappa Costa can't get rid of him. Well, yeah, he's, I mean, he's, he did his cruise ship, but he's injured. But no, so you mean we, we bought we bought bang average. We spent a lot of money. Yes, we have, but we bought absolute dross compared to our normal standards. So we've been stockpiling. What sensible thing we've been done three, four years ago after Jose left, and we bought in um, who was after Jose? Ah, who came in after Con- Jose? Conte, yeah, Conte overachieved with the squad, and I think we've we've set the bar very high in the last few years. Jose came back, won the league. Conte overachieved, and the mere fact is that all the all the so-called big clubs have been in transition periods. And now suddenly Liverpool have flown away with the league. They've been building for the last four years. We've won it because we've had we've had winners. But look at the squad now. There's no real winners after you know JT's gone, Frank's gone, Ashley's gone. We need to find a new spine. A real kind of you know, team that you know that people want to hate Chelsea. I don't want to be liked. The fact that the media starting to like us, don't like it. <laughs> you don't I, like I, that either, do you, Chidge? I love the fact. No. That, I love the fact that you know Chelsea <laughs> were ruining football when Abramovich came in that, that you know that mad summer when he put all those players. We were haters, and I love that. I don't want to be liked. I want to be hated. I want everyone, all ninety-one league clubs, to say, "Oh God, it's Chelsea. I hate them. I hate them." We need to get we need to get our anger back. Well, we I, think, our... I think Dan, that, that there are two reasons. I mean, you know, I want them to hate us because of our attitude on the pitch. You yeah. know, the physicality, that will to win, and I think that's what you know the Jose team uh, of the of the kind of the mid two thousands and then went on for many years after that represented. Of course, a lot of people hated us because we had loads of money and we bought all the best players. I don't, you know, don't really care about that. I want to hate us for what we do on the pitch. Yeah. You know, and I think you know to battle and to. I mean, I don't. I can't say the word I want to use, but we all. It, it's got house in it, and you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's what I want. House party. Uh, that's it. House party. An outside, an outside house. <laughs> Very good. I, I think. I think you're all right as well in the sense that there is a clear plan here. Frank Lampard came in at the start of the season. Yeah. He has got a clear plan. We've spoken about the fact that you know we didn't think we were going to get this January transfer window. We've got Petr Cech behind the scenes as a technical advisor or whatever kind of role that he's playing. Maria is there as well. So I think you're all right, basically, that if the players aren't there, the club clearly aren't interested. They've got an idea of who they want to bring in. If that player becomes available, they'll go and get him. But until that happens, we don't really know what's going on. That's what Liverpool did. Yeah. What Mm. I want to see is, whatever happens this season, Frank gets a second season, he gets a summer to bring the players that he wants, and we actually really believe in this project. We develop this project. We take it on. The club don't panic if we don't get top four, top five get some more sponsorship deals in, you know, you know, get you know, get a bread partner, get a toilet roll partner, whatever they want to do. Just give Frank a chance to build, 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 integrate the youth, 
you know, sprinkle it with some world class players they've and let's see what happens. They've changed the uh, sponsors. Three. Changed. Yeah, three no, has changed for yeah, three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm dreading when we get beat like two or three, mm. like when yeah. Arsenal had the O2 sponsor. That's it, Inter Milan. You know, yeah. All that kind of thing, yeah. But listen, it's, 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 I think, I think um, Liam Toomey said it's, it's, it's monetary wise the same value as a deal with. Yokohama, so that's obviously 40, 40 million a year. Yeah, and I think, gents, just to to round this up, as long as there's not a complete capitulation, which I don't think there will be until now, until the end of the season, it's not going to affect this certain group of players. You can go again in the summer, and that's when the proper rebuilding job starts. I think, Chigi, thank you very much for joining us, boss. Nothing pleasure. but a pleasure having you on the line. Next, we're going to be speaking to John T. Coleman, digital football writer for Whole Life, about that FA Cup clash. We've all got one, and we're not afraid to put it on display. Our opinions, that is. Share yours now at Love Sport Radio on Twitter, or call us 0208 70 20 558. Love Sport Radio, your fan station. The Opposition View on Love Sport. It is time for the opposition view on the Chelsea fan cast. Of course, Chelsea playing against Hull City this weekend in the FA Cup fourth round. Now, gents, the record for Chelsea against teams outside of the Premier League in the FA Cup. 49 out of 51 ties you have indeed won. What about the two we lost? Go on. Bradford. Yep. And Barnsley. And Barnsley, correct, 3-1, 1986. Well, there we go. I don't know. I, I don't know the result. I thought it was just oh, one no, nil. No, we lost, we lost to Oxford as well, didn't we? As well. No, no, we beat Oxford. We went down no, to we lost, the Manor Ground. Two thousand and eight was was Barnsley. Yeah, we lost to Oxford at home in the FA Cup three one at home. Wasn't that years before though? How no, was that was that? that was in the eighties or nineties. Oh, was it? Must be more yeah. then. That anyway, can't be right. That's that either, must be either way. Of fifty one ties. Oh, 48. Oh, so forty nine fifty one. Yeah, three. Yeah. Well done. Well done, Dan. Very good. No, that would be outside of the fifty one, wouldn't it? No. We're going all the way back. 49, 50, 51. Aren't we allowed so, to go back? Oxford, is it like that we don't go further than the Premier League? Oxford and Barnes. Is that what's happening I know, but that's a specific stat, gents. Oh, Bristol, what about the Bristol Crico, City? Right. Bristol City right. in the we're rain. Gonna, we're going to move on. Sorry, yeah, yeah. I think you've about... slightly misunderstood the stat because we have John T. Coleman, digital football writer for Hull Live on the line now. Hello, John T. Hi, Matt. You all right? Yeah, good. Thank you, buddy. You're on the line with myself and the boys from the Chelsea fancast, Jonathan Kidd and Dan Silver. Hello, John T. Um, Hello. The, Hi, right. the game good, this thanks, weekend... Yeah. John T. Now, Hull off the back of two straight defeats. How's this one going to go? I think it's going to be a really interesting tie. I think the atmosphere at the KCOM Stadium is going to be quite an interesting one. It's a sellout there for the first time in three years. And the last sellout was when they were last in the Premier League. So I think, you know, regardless of the result, this is going to be a really important occasion at the ground to get so many fans back it back, you know, there and there and in support. Yeah. It's been kind of a strained relationship over the last few years between the club and the fans. But it's really picked up this year and it's gonna proper kick on, I think, in this cup tie. The game itself, I think it'll be really interesting and I think it'll be a classic cup tie. I think Chelsea will see a lot of the ball. But to be honest, I think that'll really suit Hull City. I think I haven't watched Chelsea a lot recently you know, they, they attack with pace and they, they have a lot of attacks in games. But they but can't score. Just, exactly. <laughs> I mean, and, and that's, and at the minute, um, I think that's been their slight downfall. And Hull City, they had, um, just to give you guys an example, back in November, we went down to Fulham and, you know, it was a very similar Fulham on the ball, absolutely battered Hull City. Hull had 24% possession and they won 3-0. So in games like that, sometimes it really does suit them. But I yeah. think that, I think it will be obviously a really tough task for Hull City, but I do think that Chelsea end of the day are obviously going to come out on top. Do you think because you're what you sort of seven eight points off the playoffs, he's going to play full strength team? You know, like you know, because obviously Jared Bowen's getting loads and loads of goals, and you've got Grzyski pulling the strings. Do you think he's going to? Oh, I like Grzyski. Yeah, he's a good, good player. He's a decent player. Do you think yeah. he's going to play a full team? Because I know your playoffs are probably going to be t- tough this year. Would you say? I think I think that's that's been a debate really over the last few days. Do you go full strength? There's been a few injuries as well knocking about. And, um, and after this one, it's Huddersfield at home on Tuesday and then Brentford at home the following Saturday. So it's a, it's an important run where Hull City, you know, need to kind of get points on the board. So Grant McCann's been pretty honest. He said that we are going to we are gonna go for it, but at the same time, we do need to make changes because ultimately, whilst it would be a special occasion, playoffs have to be the aim. I think there will be a strong team. I expect the likes of Bowen to start. Maybe Krasicki, although he has only just come back from injury. So again, that's has Honeyman were, been you know, playing? Has Honey been, Honeyman been he, playing regularly? He's been he's been in and out of the team, to be honest, since he's arrived. Um, he had a good spell, sort of the end of end of December, start of January. He had a good spell, and you know he got 
he got a goal and, you know, assist and just had a couple of games where he started to, you know, show himself a bit more. And then, then they signed Herbie Kane on loan for Liverpool and then Honeyman just got back out. And I felt, I felt that's been a little bit harsh on him because he was just coming to form. But then again, Herbie Kane, for example, was a player that Grant McCann had wanted for a long time. So, I, know, you know, I always had affection for Honeyman because he was in that Sunderland uh, documentary and he came across yeah. really well, actually, in it. And it's weird how you, you get affection for players and uh, when you see them in, in different environments. You do, you know? think, do you think you hold on to... In football, yeah. Yeah. Do you think you hold on to Bowen in the window? Because obviously he's, he's scoring goals for fun. Do you think you can hold on to him? Or I think if you had asked me this 48 hours ago, I would have said definitely. Um, only, I think combination of Hull City won a lot of money for him. At 20, they want £20 million pounds for him, which, to be fair, given his goal-scoring record over the past couple of years, that's a fair estimation. But at the same time, you can count on one hand, really, how many players have ever left the Championship for £20 million pounds or more. Yeah. So there's that. However, Grant McCann in his press conference yesterday, um, he did admit that um, they've just offered Bowen a new contract. and They'd offered him one back in October or November, but he hadn't signed it. Uh, they offered him a new one. I think it was around last week. And he admitted that if Bowen doesn't sign back, they are going to seriously have to think about, you know, selling him because ultimately it might just get to an awkward situation. So I think that... And the kind of club are being slightly ruthless on that in the way that... But at the end of the day, they've got to think about themselves. You know, if, if Bowen doesn't want to play... If Bowen wants to aim for the Premier League, and rightly so, given, you know, his ability. Yeah. At the same time, the club have got to cash in on him. Because they paid... Tw- uh, United paid £20 million p- for McBurney. And from my memory, he's got a better goal-scoring record than McBurney, hasn't he? Bowen, he gets, he's yeah. much more yeah. prolific. He's much more prolific than, than McBurney. McBurney had one good season. Bowen had a good season before that. And he's having an yeah. even better one this time around. And the thing is, Bowen's not even a striker. He's a right winger. He's a yeah, he's a midfielder as well, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, exactly. He's, he's primarily a right mid. Uh, every now and again, uh, McCann's, uh, Grant McCann's moved him around a little bit at times of season. He's played a, a ten a couple of times up front a couple of times. But you know, his his bread and butter is out right on the right wing, and that's where he's made a name yeah. for himself. And so you've got, sorry, talk, you've talking midfielders very quickly. You've got Daniel Batty. Is any relation to? David Batty, or the just coincidence? Uh, I, don't, I don't believe so. I think that one's purely coincidence. Yeah. Okay, that was it. I was going to say, yeah. do, do, um, does the team play uh, defensively and then break mainly, or do they try and play a bit yeah, more? Yeah, uh, I, think, I think they are one of the lowest. They are, I think if you look across the championship in terms of like average possession for matches, Hull City are right at the bottom of that. But, um, but the way they break at times, um, it's been absolutely frightening, really. Um, I think they're joint top in the league for most counter-attacking goals yeah, alongside yeah. Leeds, and look where Leeds are at the minute. So yeah. it's the so perfect side to play Chelsea. Let's be honest. It, it, it is. Yeah. It is, and I think that you know, as you know, I must admit, I'm a Chelsea fan myself, so I do watch a lot of them. Are you? Um, yeah, good man. Yeah, oh, yeah, good for yeah, you. Yeah, no, Should I'll, have said I'll, at the beginning. Then we could have just you know <laughs> talked about Chelsea. Nice and not give you difficult questions. Yeah, we didn't have talked about Hull at all. <laughs> yeah, but, but, um, but no, I think it's and it's. From my point of view, it's slightly frustration watching Chelsea play so attacking recently and not scoring. Yeah, so yeah, ridiculous. It's going to be really interesting, I think, because it's two very different contrasting styles. And either Chelsea needs to put away the chances, or Hull City, you know, on their day, can make them pay for it. John T, it's been great having you on, boss. Just a very quick score prediction before you go. It's a tough one. I'm going to go two-one Chelsea, but you know, it's the FA Cup and anything can happen. I think it'll be a draw, and they'll take. We'll come back to the bridge. No, I, I, I think say no to that. <laughs> I think Chelsea will turn it on. I think they'll they'll win comfortably. I think. Right. I just think they'll comfortable three 0 Good to speak to you. That Thank was John T. Coleman, their digital football writer for Hull Live, and a Chelsea fan. There we go. That transpired at the well, end. As of I that said, we could chat. just have had, you know talked about Chelsea, not bothered with Hull at all. Um, gents, there's a certain individual we've not touched upon yet. Victor Moses. Yeah. Moves on loan to Inter Milan. Good on him. Yeah. Yeah, brilliant, yep. brilliant under contact. Brilliant, brilliant as a wing back. Not yeah. couldn't didn't couldn't play left uh, right back under. Uh, couldn't play right wing, but he just he just no, he found all that, right that, wing. That, that, when that, he started with Wigan, he just beat play, players for fun. He was yeah. fantastic. Well, he started Palace. Yeah, and well, when he Palace, when he went to Wigan, yeah. he was. I remember we watched Wigan play, and we all, everybody was Victor singing. Moses, we'll, we'll, see be, next week. we'll see you next week. Yeah. yeah, that's what. But he was just taking players on, beating them for left, right, and centre. And he then seemed to lose that, yeah, didn't he? But he became really a part of Conte's title winning. He was. He was absolutely brilliant. So important. Yeah, I mean that, that Everton game where we won five yeah. 0 Some of the best that we'd ever seen. Those two were 
Yeah, unbelievable. Absolutely yeah. brilliant. Yeah. But it, it didn't work under uh, under Sarri, obviously, because he saw him and he didn't want him. So this is a this is a a, um, a signing that that seems to fit in with Conte's plan. He seems to like buying, ranking the Premier League. Yeah, is what he's well, doing. but liking players who are in, in, who are with great experience mm. over thirty. Yeah. yeah, 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 absolutely, gents. We touched on it at the beginning of the show. The vegan, the vegan stand at Stamford Bridge, the first ever uh, vegan kitchen area in the Premier League. You can have a vegan pi- uh, pizza, you can have your bu- buffalo I'd cauliflower wings. I'd be interested wings. to see how they do the vegan pizza because every vegan pizza I've ever had has been tasteless. They have a pumpkin base and, for it. You can't have cheese, vegan, you know, or cauliflower. I'm cauliflower allergic base, to cauliflower. Yeah. Oh, what can I eat? I can't eat anything. Gluten-free. <laughs> vegan Doner kebab you can have. Uh, uh, what what meat do they have then for that? It won't be it, <laughs> it won't be, be lamb, jack, will it? It will probably jackfruit. It will it, it, yeah. probably be jackfruit or some sort yeah. of plant based yeah. thing. Yeah, I mean they've made a they made a, a big point here. John Davies has made a point of saying we're not taking options away from meat eaters. We're just adding more options. Yes, available an option to they're them. available. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Well, I won't be eating anything from there because I get my own vegan. Uh, your um, vegan venison pie yeah, yeah venison, exactly venison pie without the venison of course yeah, just, just pie, pie. And, and you can't have pie because it's got milk in it yeah it can't so, so therefore it's, it's gluten therefore it's in, it's a piece of cardboard yeah it's perfect very flavoursome though yeah very well they've yeah. got sauce on it you see yeah Ron, sauce, Ron. Yeah. Ron yeah. sauce Ron sauce yeah before we go gents we're going to move on from the veganism and your predictions really for the game interesting there what John T was saying about the fact that Chelsea's style might actually suit Hull I think we're going to go there. We're going to put in a really good performance. We've been threatening in, in little parts. We're going to put in a, a good performance. I think we're going to go and win comfortably. Interesting to see who he selects, actually, because he's going to play Caballero. Well, Caballero is going to play regardless, play regardless of, of the situation with Caballero, which we haven't talked about at all, actually, which is well, interesting. There are lots of people who are thinking that he, he's uh, one of the great sources of... Um, of dismay in the defence. Well, there's been talk about yeah. Nick Pope as well this week. I don't want to go too much into his, transfer rumours because you're going to get angry. Are, yeah. No, I will get angry. No, I don't think you can read too much into those stats. Nick Pope is a, is a very good goalkeeper. I think we're getting too distracted nowadays with uh, stats. save percentage. And I, I think you have to base it more on XGA, which is your expected goals against. Now, those stats lie a lot deeper into what the goalkeeper actually does because, you know, save percentage... How many of those could be point-blank headers or shots from the six-yard box? Yeah, That's some, not measured. People forget Kepa's made some really important saves for us this season. Yeah. Yes, he's made mistakes, but then he's got a dreadful defence in front of him. And a lot of the early goals were because we were zonal marking and people have free headers. And however good you are, if someone's heading the ball at you from two yards out, you've got very little time are to Are you happy with the, the dreadful defence now being... Christensen and Rudiger rather than being Tomori and Zumo he well, seems to have forgotten of, part of the problem is that Frank can't work out his two centre-back pairings yeah, I yeah. think Christensen's three games has done very well he's yeah. certainly made a case for himself Rudiger's been a bit disappointed since he's come back he has I'd li- I like to see Tomori and Christensen play yeah personally. absolutely well, perhaps they'll be the centre-halves tomorrow but it'd be interesting to see who he plays in terms of other um, um, reserves coming in whether, whether even Giroud gets a go that would be interesting mm. I think some of the kids Matson might get a game yeah yeah, that'd be fantastic and Lamptey uh, Lamptey yeah yeah. maybe Billy Gilmore yeah yeah. okay so a quick score prediction from you Dan Silver 3-0 a splendidly coiffured newly coiffured Dan Silver yeah. by the way I do uh, feel my, it's worth rest a mention in, rest right in now. peace my hair <laughs> 3-0 and Jonathan Kidd 1-1 one, 1-1 one. One, one. nothing wrong with your mane my friend this has been the <laughs> Chelsea Fan Show here on Love Spot we'll be back next week 7pm Friday see you then thanks for downloading this podcast from Love Sport Radio for more go to lovesportradio.com for all the latest podcasts news and views or for more follow us at Love Sport Radio on Twitter it's the 90th minute all your mates around you've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Normally being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you.